Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Hey, welcome, everybody. Great to be with you. Um, man, what a, what a day. There's much to talk about. We're going to talk with Senator Dennis Linthicum about his nat- uh, latest, rather, newsletter entitled, Who Are They? You ever wonder, you know, when, when you know, some of us refer to people, the dark side, as to who they are? He's going to talk about that. So, I mean, this, this is important because in the context of everything else we're going to talk about today, it is, I mean, it could be a lot of people, but I will tell you who they are. And it ain't natural, folks. It's demonic. That's who they are. Unfortunately, it manifests itself. There is a, a horrible story here, and I hate to begin the broadcast with this. But I'm going to tie it into the the phone call I got yesterday afternoon as I was going around and around the field uh, applying post-planting herbicide to my annual ryegrass field. got a phone call from Congresswoman Lori Chavez de Reamer. And I'll tell you about that in a moment. But here's the Gateway Pundit story. Remember, what I have told you is that the reason I do this, show, and I hope you, you take this seriously, folks. This is why we do the political coffee clutches. So I ask you to be absolutely, not only vigilant for your freedom, but active in defending it. By doing things like calling Lori Chavez de Reamer and others, showing up at the political coffee clutch, being involved in the campaign against this ludicrous city of Salem income tax. Why do I say it's ludicrous? You know why. Because they have a surplus. They have all these open positions. They haven't even filled with the money they have today, but yet they're coming to you and saying, give me more. I'm asking you all to be active in all of these things because it boils down to us versus them. And them ain't the radical leftist city council of, or the city councilors of Salem who voted for the income tax. That's not them. It's not the horrible, ugly, Hamas. Folks, uh, this Gateway Pundit story, let me just share it with you. This is the headline. Make it stop, quote unquote. You know what that is? That's 200 journalists that the Israeli Defense Forces shared 43 minutes of video 
video from captured Hamas or dead Hamas because they videoed all this stuff. This is video from them. 43 minutes of it of gruesome Hamas attacks, the headline says, to horrified journalists in a private screening not yet released to the public. This is what it includes. It includes young children being burned and pregnant women being cut open. Did you hear me? Young children being burned and pregnant women cut open. Make it stop is what journalists were whimpering as they saw this stuff in this private screening. Now, you know people in your world that are buying the lie that they got a free Palestine. Yeah, they need a free Palestine from Hamas. Israelis don't do this to Palestinians, even Hamas Palestinians. Yeah, they kill them, but they don't do that. Make it stop. You might want to share this story with people in your world who still believe that Israel is the aggressor and that Israel is wrong. How can anybody in the world justify what's going on? Well, apparently Rashida Tlaib still is. She still believes that the Israelis attacked the Gaza hospital. She still does. It's a lead story on Breitbart. Folks, we're rapidly headed to World War III. You know who says that? Elon Musk. This is an InfoWars story. The headline is, Musk sounds the alarm. We are sleepwalking into World War III. You know who else is saying that? Donald Trump. And folks, the fight over world, the attacks that are going to happen in America. Did you hear me? In America, Trump is warning about, and so is the Biden administration. How much more warning do you need? Hmm? Trump warns that the fight in Gaza is coming to the United States, thanks to Biden's open border. It was interesting last night. I was, after I got out of the field, I went to watch <clears throat> Monday Night Football uh, with, with my buddy, and, and he pointed out to me, he read an editorial about how on October 7th, the Hamas attacks on Israel caused a lot of liberals to wake up on October 8th 
realized they were conservative. An open border with hundreds now of people on the terrorist watch list being caught. This doesn't include those we've missed, folks. Means at some point, in fact, there's a video here, a Fox News video. The headline is Customs and Border Protection is warning of Hamas, Hezbollah, and Islamic Jihad fighters exploiting the porous border as border encounters with individuals on the terrorist watch list skyrocket. And they show the years here in this Fox News video, and you can watch the video. In 2019, there were three terrorist watch encounters on the southern border. In 2020, there were three. 21, there were 16. In 22, there were 98. And so far this year, there are 172. Situational awareness. The San Diego office of the Customs and Border Patrol sent out this internal e- intel bulletin Friday, alerting officers that Hamas, Hezbollah, and Islamic Jihad foreign fighters may be encountered at the southern border. Now, all of this, folks, is inoculation by the Biden administration over what they know is coming. Number one, the attacks within America and not to be blamed. Well, we we warned you. They'll throw Customs and Border Patrol under the bus. They'll throw the, the American military because they're Marxists. No, Biden isn't, folks. It's Obama and his team that are manipulating Joe Biden. That's who's still behind all of this, folks. Don't forget it. It's a not-so-well-kept secret in Washington, D.C. Now, there is a... And, Barbara, I want to say thank you to a great email. This, folks, is a WorldNet Daily opinion piece by Bob Unruh, and here's what it says. The new and dangerous greatest possible threat to our republic. Is it Hamas? No. Is it ISIS? No. It's not China. It's not Russia. It's not even the fact that our nation is greatly divided. It's that the trust in our constitution is gone. And now an increasing number of citizens believe that violence is okay to silence people opposing views. You know who said this? George Washington University law professor, and you see him on TV all the time testifying in front of Congress, being interviewed, law professor Jonathan Turley. He's testified not only for Congress, but he's also represented members of Congress in court. 
52%. He cited a University of Virginia Center politics poll. It said 52% of Biden supporters say Republicans are now a threat to American life. 52%, folks. 47% of Trump supporters say the same thing about Democrats. Among Biden supporters, here's the key, 41% now believe violence is justified to stop Republicans from achieving their goals. An almost identical percentage, 38% of Trump supporters now embrace violence to stop Democrats. 31% of Trump supporters believe that the nation should explore alternative forms of government. Trust in the Constitution. Trust. You have to have it. You have to trust your government. And if you cannot, you will rise up against it. You have to trust your elected officials. And if you cannot, how do you fix that? I'll share with you my conversation yesterday afternoon, just the basics of it, with Congresswoman Lori Chavez Dorima. As she called to explain why she voted the way she did with Jim Jordan and other things. Back in a moment. Next point. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes past the top of the hour. Jim wrote me an email. By the way, you want to send me an email? I'll do my best to read it on the air. It's Jeff at twelve twenty dot am. Jeff at KSLM.news. Got to remind you that State Senator Dennis Lithicum will join us at the bottom of the hour for his weekly Tuesday interview about his latest newsletter as to who they are. Jim um, sent me the Gateway Pundit story about uh, Jim Hoft of the Gateway Pundit interviewing Brian O'Shea on how the left gets... Thousands of people on the streets in a, within a 24-hour notice. Wouldn't it be nice if we could do that on our side? If you think... By the way, Brian O'Shea is Chief Operations Officer at Centurion Intelligence Partners. It's a private intelligence consulting firm. Just doesn't happen, folks. This is why I this is why I call Republican Party the stupid party. Cuz we're stupid. We don't think any of this matters. All you got to do is turn out more Republicans or register more Republicans to vote. Idiots believe that. Do you need more Republicans? Yes. Do we need to turn out more Republicans than Democrats? Yes. 
But if you think that's how you win elections, you're wrong. Win elections, one heart and one mind at a time. And then you take action to preserve the liberty of your elections. Fetty writes me this email, or rather text. What do you think defund police was about? And the riots in Portland and Antifa is the first wave coming to our cities. Black Lives Matter is part of the plan. All of this is Obama's plan. Couldn't agree more. Got to remind you that your opportunity to stand firm for your liberty through elections has to be protected. That's what Mike Lindell is doing. This is why you should support my pillow. And frankly, this radio station. Take advantage of all of these incredible gifts at deep, deep discounts. If you go to MyPillow.com, you get the discounts if you use our promo code for this show, PC23. Support what Mike's doing. Support what we're trying to do, not only on this radio show, but this radio station. PC23. PC23. Folks, um, Tim, hang on. I'll get to you in, in just a second here. I was spraying yesterday. Lori Chavez Dreamer called me to explain. I want to say thank you to all of you who contacted her office and continue to t- contact her office. Don't stop. It's having an impact. Now, no doubt she has heard that I've been encouraging you to do that. I have texted her a few times. She's very busy. She rarely gets back to me on things, but I know she reads the text. She told me so yesterday. She said, here you are. I mean, she jokingly said as we opened up our conversation, here you are as one of my unofficial advisors, and you only give me one-word responses. Well, it's because you're pretty busy. She went on to explain that she had multiple conversations with Jim Jordan. She likes him. She believes he's an honest and a sincere man. She didn't think that she could explain voting for him for speaker unless he was going to get there. So in other words, she was making a political calculation. You got to understand she barely won her race. I understand all of the thinking that goes behind that. I get it. Now, I'll respond to that with her as time goes on. We talked about a lot of things. We talked about the ridiculousness of tying in aid for Ukraine. She's very frustrated with this. Everything going on the border, she's very frustrated with. I get it. She's also frustrated, and I share her frustration with Matt Gates. He told me the story about Matt, talking with him, saying, Matt, if you, this is before he votes to get rid of McCarthy, to vacate the chair. He said, what, what do we do after that, Matt? He said, I don't care. I'm done with it. You need to care. Because he doesn't get a gavel. None of them get a gavel. If you do dumb things. Did McCarthy deserve being deposed? Yes, I think he did. Based on how he treated one group of people in the Republican caucus versus another. 
according to Nancy Mason and others. But doing it without a plan is stupid. And not caring about its impact on people like Lori is stupid. She was on her way into the meetings where they last night spent many hours listening to all the candidates vying for the, and I just asked her, make sure you vote for someone who is going to understand that we, the base, are not in sync with the leadership. Understand that America first is what we want, not business as usual. She said she got that. She understands it. So thank you to you. Uh, Tim, I'm sorry. Uh, do this. Call me back uh, after we're done with our interview with um, Senator Linthicum here at the bottom of the hour. I'm sorry. Uh, I needed to share that with you folks. Lori is intensely aware of how you feel. Don't stop. Be respectful. Keep telling her what you think and why it's important that she represents you. And I'll get to some of the politics and strategy a little bit later. Back to tomorrow, 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 23 minutes before the top of the hour in a moment, we're going to chat with State Senator Dennis Linthicum about his latest newsletter entitled, Who Are They? The They that make bad decisions like, you know, I want to force you to get a shot, wear a mask, shut down your church. I want to force you to give up your guns. Who are they? Well, he answers that question and you want to stay tuned. I will, by the way, have the newsletter if you're not signed up for it. I have a link to it on the KSLM podcast page under local podcast for this show today and also on our Political Coffee Clatch Telegram page. Hey, if you didn't notice, yesterday was decidedly colder, folks. It's going to get really cold and soon, like towards the end of the week. Don't suffer if your heating and cooling system isn't keeping up. Don't procrastinate. Just call Freedom Heating and Air. You know what? They'll come out right away and they'll get it fixed for you. 503-580-1456. Really easy. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. Senator Linthicum, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Who are they? Yeah, great question. I hope I at least I hope I asked a good question. It actually came from an individual who was at a convention I was at. It was the um, biannual meeting. In other words, they have two a year of the Oregon Republic Oregon Federation of Republican Women. It was a great event. I had a blast. And somebody, you know, interrupted me while I was hammering on the, those them their bad guys. And said, who are they? 
And, uh, and so I gave an answer, but I thought I can do better than that. So um, this morning's newsletter deals with that. And in general, they are those who are opposed to liberty. They are deep state malcontents. They're grasping at power. They're stripping authority and wealth from the citizens. Uh, in your Salem area, you've got a tax. The, the taxes are already through the roof. Fiscal costs, uh, inflation, the cost of a side of bacon, everything is super expensive. And Salem wants to tax its people to give them more money. In Klamath County, we have one item on the ballot. It's a doubling of a tax for the local county museums. And, um, and what people fail to recognize is when you pay a tax, you lose money in the transaction. And maybe it's for a good thing, maybe not. That's, you can have an opinion about that. But what really happens is the state amasses your economic and financial resources to use against you. This is why we see the horror happening in the education system. We see the crazy uh, transportation idiocy. We see uh, housing exploding as Governor Kotek tries to solve a problem she and her Democrat pals created. And will you spend more and more money trying to get the, the um, malcontents off the street as they're rioting and breaking windows because we defunded police? And then you have to say, well, where did all of my taxes go? They went to the museum. Are you kidding me? So all of these votes should be a no vote. Anytime somebody's asking you for some money, tell them no thank you. I'll wait until I see the results of your policy decisions. You know, that's a great point that one of our uh, listeners made in their uh, inquiries, talking about the Salem City income tax, their inquiry to the Salem Reporter News Organization that sponsored the town hall meeting they had a couple of weeks ago. And... They asked that question, is the city of Salem, how have they done spending the federal money for homeless that they got, the $8.1 million? What kind of results did they get for it? Nobody answered that question at the town hall. And frankly, neither has the Salem City Reporter because the city of Salem hasn't done it. You're right. We need to be demanding accountability. What results are we getting today? We also found out, uh, Senator Linthicum, that right now the city of Salem has multiple positions open, I think something like 28 positions open in their police department with their current funding. But they want more money to hire more cops. They can't even hire enough with the money they got today. It's absurd. Yeah, and we see that every. This is why I make I make the point in my newsletter, and everybody can uh, get a copy. Send a note, subscribe on the subject line to Dennis at electdennis.com. Another copy of this uh, will go out tomorrow morning. So get in sometime today, and you'll be in there in time to get tomorrow morning's copy. Um, 
uh, it's important to recognize that this is uh, the the execution of the same mantra you and I have known, and actually everybody everybody knows this. I ask the question when I'm speaking: uh, If absolute power corrupts, what does absolute if if power corrupts, what does absolute power do? And they all know the answer. It corrupts absolutely, and they recognize that. So when the state gains power or your city council gains power or your um, uh, school district board gains power, what happens? They get out over their skis and start making dumb decisions because that individual has influence and it's easy enough to influence that guy versus the population at large. And you know, this in the, in the state Senate, there's uh, 30 individuals. It only takes 16 to make law. So that means uh, a large corporate entity like Pfizer or uh, Tyson foods only has to influence 16 people out of the 4.2, 4.3 million people in Oregon, they only have to influence 16, boink, and they can get legislation written the way they want and implement the policy they want and drive the small business owner out and put in the big, big agribusiness giant. It is shameful, but that's the way the system has worked. And the public start, has to start paying attention to these details. Yeah, they do. And the problem is, is that major mainstream news media and frankly, uh, so much social media doesn't allow that to happen. This is why your newsletter coming on radio shows like this, alternative media, the alternative social media is so important because that's how we get the word out to otherwise people, Senator, who are not going to hear it. Now, you come up with a final, um, in your newsletter, I, I think a, a profound observation. Here's what it is. You write, finally, who are they? Question mark. They, you write, can only I bet be identified by their fruits, not their intentions. Isn't that true? Yeah, we see that all the time. The, the, the liberals, the left-leaning Democrats, those who are asking for public money are asking, you know, with potentially good intentions, potentially good reasons. But it's all based on some story, some artificial story. And then it never comes to play the way they imagined it might or it should. Like the 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 Gaza Israeli Palestinian Hamas Hezbollah issue, it all sounds wonderful. Human rights, they're human beings until they do things that are inhumane and um, and grossly destructive and vicious. Now all of a sudden we have to say, wait, time. There's real evil in the world, world, and somebody's going to have to stand. And stop it. Um, uh, Jeremiah asked the question, you know, who can know the heart of man? It's evil and deceitful in all its ways. And um, it's about time people started recognizing these kinds of truths. Yeah, it is. Folks, um, go to uh, Senator Linthicum's um, 
It's elect Dennis. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, send an, an, an email note uh, to Dennis at electdennis.com. If it's a blank email, I'll sign you up. If you put subscribe on the, um, on the subject line, you'll really get signed up. Otherwise, I'll just do it anyway. <laughs> and I <laughs> so hope, it's Dennis at electdennis.com. Yeah, very good. Senator Lenticum, thank you for joining us as always. Thanks for a great newsletter, folks. Share this, read it, first of all, and understand who they are. They are the enemies of liberty. And the sad part is they keep getting elected into office because people are not educated to who they are. They sound good. They say the right things. But it's their actions that matter. Frankly, there's a lot of Republicans do the same. Why do we need to be discerned? Back in a moment at 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. As promised, we'll go right to the phones. We'll start with our first caller and then move to Freddie. Caller, good morning. Who are you? Good morning. This is Gene Pfeiffer calling from Silverton. Hi, Gene. You have been uh, in the fight about what's and and I got to give you about two minutes here to quickly describe the fight. What's going on in Silverton with the school well, bond? The fight that's going on, the overreaching, as mentioned by Dennis, there where where we could be spending less money and getting the results. The school board is proposing spending 142 million dollars for a student body that hasn't changed since 19 or increased since 19. 93. Uh, we can do it for 35 million. The the uh, consultants, architects uh, claim that the building is um, uh, well, I'm not going to say the right word. It's been condemned and all kinds of things which are not true. I'm trying to bring that to the public so they can see it. So if your callers could call people in the Silverton uh, school district and say uh, hey, uh, you can't do it, vote no, they're trying to scare people, I'm trying to get that information out. Now, now this is a bond issue that's in front of the uh, the voters right now, correct? That's in front of them right now. It's similar real quickly to the Marion County offices, which I, as the technical advisor, saved for $23 million versus the architect, $65 million. Uh, the architect was claiming that the the floor was sagging three uh, five inches, but we proved that it was only a construction de uh, defect of two inches. We saved the building for twenty three million. So the same thing is going on in the school district, overreaching and not paying attention and listening to these people. We've got building costs that where they're proposing a new new building for nine hundred dollars a square foot. 
where the national average for school buildings, even the most expensive, is could be done for like $400 a square foot. Oh, my goodness. All right, Gene, quickly, how can people get in touch with you to learn more about this? Do you have a website? Do you have an email? Yes, we have a website. It's called Silver Falls Bond History and Facts, and is spelled completely out, A-N-D. Uh, also, they could call me, 503-873-6393. Uh, I'm a design build specialist. I've been working with the school district for 50 years, and I know what's going on, and we need to stop this kind of thing. It's a cancer that's happening everywhere, but right now we need to stop it in Silverton. Rather than tearing down a usable building, we need to fix it and keep moving ahead and save taxpayers' money so we can put it into more important things. Give out the website again. I'm trying to bring it up. It's Silver Falls Bond History. A-N-D, facts. And facts. That's all and the word, A-N-D, right? facts.com. Dot com. Let me bring it up here because I'll link to it. Here it is. I got it. Okay, folks. Go to Silver Falls Bond History and Facts.com. I will have it up on the show plan on both Telegram and our KSLM show page. Folks, you need to know Gene. I can vouch for Gene. I've known him a long time. He's solid. He knows what he's talking about here. If he's telling you this is what's going on, you can take it to the bank. But go to the website, Silver Falls Bond History and Facts.com. Thank you, Gene. Appreciate you calling in. Vote no on Measure 24-486 if you're in the Silverton uh, area. Thank you, Gene. Let's go uh, quickly. Uh, Linda writes an email. Understand the frustration with Matt Gates, but I don't understand how she, Lori, was so quick out of the box to vote to raise the debt limit. What's her answer for that? I don't know the answer to that yet. Her and I are going to have that conversation. I suspect that I know, Linda. But I don't want to speculate until I, I talk to her about that specifically. Freddie, you're up. Freddie, good morning. <laughs> Jeff, one of the things that's always bothered me is the Second Amendment. It says that they are not to infringe on our rights to keep and bear arms. So why is any government official telling us what we're supposed to get a license for or what kind of weapon to have or how many rounds in a magazine? That's absolute. They're not to infringe on our rights. If they should not even be talking about it. Now, now, Freddie, are, are you referring to the administrative state, the bureaucratic state doing that, or are you talking about elected officials passing laws? Elected officials passing laws. Well, they get away with it because there are slick lawyers that work for Oregon Attorney General's office and who write these bills in the legislatures that say, yeah, it's constitutional. It's not an absolute right. Okay, that's how they get away with it. And then, it, as you know, it has to be challenged in to the Supreme Court. Okay. I mean, it, it's, you would think that some of this stuff is pretty obvious, like Measure 114, that it is an infringement on your right to keep and bear arms. And this becomes ever more important, Freddie. Uh, Freddie, I guarantee you that public sentiment is going to change dramatically when the terrorists start hurting us inside America. You wait. It's going to happen. I hate to see it. I don't want to see it. 
but it's going to happen. Public sentiment is going to change and should change. Nothing's more important than our personal safety. And if the bad guys who've come across the southern border, thank you, Joe Biden, and a bunch of feckless Republicans, I'm sorry, who won't stand up and shut down the government and demand that we shut down the southern border, put the military on it, like Trump says he's going to do, like National Guard units from Texas are doing, and we have to have the ability to defend our families. Once this becomes known, once we feel and see the effects of it, and God help us if we have happened in America what has happened in Israel. Folks, I opened the show with this horrible video. I'm going to have a link to it. You, you can't watch the actual video, but you can read the story about what Hamas did, burning children alive, cutting pregnant women open. There's video of it, folks, that was privately screened to 200 journalists. They've not released this yet. So for those of you who have people that are denying it, supporting Hamas, at some point, they'll be able to see this. Tim, you're back. Go. Hi, Jeff. I don't know how many cars pass, but I was down at uh, Commercial uh, at the entry of the bridge where uh, Dollar Tree is. And I'm standing on the corner on uh, on the west side uh, f- from 320 to 520. And lots of people saw yep. you? Oh, I don't know how many thousands of people go through there. Can somebody come and stand with you the next time you do? No. Okay. No. But we have, I have two signs made up for uh, our pig. <laughs> for Petunia. <laughs> Folks, yeah. he's going to be out and about. Stay tuned uh, for all of that. Tim, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Doug writes an email about who are they. They are the matrix of authoritarianism, including the professionals and the politicians that are fast-tracked up the pyramid so they can get the pleasures and the gains of the system for the higher-ups. He concludes saying, if men were angels, no laws would be necessary. When they are corrupt, no laws will work. I can't argue with that one bit. Look, we're back tomorrow. Hope you are too.